Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. And a good morning at you. It be April 12th and uh, a Friday, and it's warm out, and the sun's out, and I'm in an almost ebullient mood, exaggerating only slightly. Uh, well, <laughs> what can I say? Here, what am I talking? I'm talking about a story that broke over uh, the last 24 hours. This is, what? which story am I talking about? The fact is, is it could relate to, I don't know, see if you get it. Let's see. Uh, you have to have the humanity of a wolverine even to think of something like this. Okay. Now, obviously, we are talking about something emanating from the Trump White House. You have to have the humanity of a wolverine. Um, I don't want any people in Michigan to take offense, but wolverines, as you know, are vicious vicious. You have to have the humanity of a wolverine even to think <laughs> of something like this. I uh, I couldn't sleep last night. Happens a lot these days. And I, at 3.30 this morning, I was checking out the Washington Post and I came upon uh, the story. Uh, the story that the uh, Trump White House, we can trace this directly to the loathsome Stephen Miller, um, asked uh, ICE uh, what they thought of this great idea that Steve Miller had, which was you take a bunch of illegal aliens and you bus or somehow transport them into sanctuary cities run by Democrats. Specifically, they wanted to target San Francisco, which of course is the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi's district, where they wanted to dump, dump human beings. It says how repulsive this idea was, not to mention probably illegal, all kinds of things, that Donald Trump's ICE department was appalled. <laughs> when you get to the point where those guys are freaked out by something you're suggesting, uh, then, you know, we've... Uh, we've headed into, into territory that we do not want to even imagine. Even ICE found it too vengeful, too cruel, and it doesn't even begin to say that when they called their attorneys in to brush back a second attempt by the Trump administration to, to do this, that the attorney said, hey, wait, guys, uh, we would have absolutely no legal justification to do this. I mean, what would be, what would we tell the nation? <laughs> Why are we doing this? You got any ideas? Because the real reason we'd be doing it is not a reason you want out there. Uh, there was also concern that Transporting large numbers of uh, people um, costs money, and it would uh, take money out of their budget that they really don't have. This is these are organizations that are already, of course, uh, really struggling to deal with uh, their mission right now, uh, given the resources that they already have. But. Uh, yeah, I'll quote, um, I'll quote, why am I blanking on his name? Oh, God, I can't even think of who wrote this. Charlie Pierce, 
who uh, writing an Esquire. We've all long understood that Trump considers himself president only of those people who buy one of his hats, but weaponizing confused, desperate people has that special tang of cruelty to it that can only be found when two barbed wire minds are working in perfect harmony. Stephen Miller and Donald Trump. You have to have the humanity of a wolverine even to think of something like this. I believe the one of the uh, the requests to ICE came immediately after Trump had to uh, capitulate and reopen the government. Uh, you'll remember he closed down uh, the government uh, to no effect, other than harming uh, people. Um, not getting what he wanted by doing it. And, I get, you know, he was seething in general, and yeah, he came up with this, hey, let's take these desperate people who are in, you know, you want to use the word alien, who are in alien territory for them, not knowing where they are. Let's stuff them into buses and, and let's ship them to cities where they don't know anybody or haven't asked to go to, and let's let them loose. And, of course, their, their idea of who these people are is that these people then would what? Murder Nancy Pelosi's constituents? Rape Nancy Pelosi's constituents? No, what they would do is with all of the spunk and meager uh, resources they would have, they would find jobs that no Americans want. They would work in the shadows with no protection. That's what they would do. They'd be a little too busy surviving to... Uh, have the time to be murdering Democrats. Needless to say, reading that at 3.30 in the morning did not help me get back to sleep. And then there's this about the Attorney General I'm sorry, loathsome is the word of the month. The loathsome Bill Barr saying that he felt that, well, here's his exact word, was I think spying did occur. He has absolutely no proof. He just thinks it. He thinks it because, well, he watches Fox News and talks to Donald Trump and wants to make Donald Trump happy. I think spying did occur. Well, he's talking about spying by the organization that, in fact, um, he, his department he uh, heads, the FBI. And the FBI at the time he suggested was spying on Donald Trump's campaign was run at the time by James Comey. And James Comey was heard yesterday to say this. What? <laughs> Something like that. Huh? He said, I'll use his actual words now, when I hear that kind of language used, it's concerning. Because 
the FBI, the, the Department of Justice, conduct only court-ordered surveillance. If the Attorney General has come to the belief that that should be called spying, wow. All righty. And then... I'm sorry, there's just like, you know, it it's wearing us down. I was realizing there's so many stories I haven't even mentioned um, that are big stories that in any other time would be things we would be very concerned about, talking about. Reporters would really be working these stories. And now it's just this constant tsunami of, uh, of horror. So let's go um, over to a guy that some of us uh, loved for a bit uh, who always had that sheen of slippery tawdriness about him, and that would be Michael Avenatti. We liked him because, of course, he was, he was taking on Trump in ways that we knew was driving Trump crazy. And, and he, in fact, did some damage uh, through, his, uh, through his representation of uh, Stormy Daniels. Anyway, he, of course, is, I believe he's in jail, isn't he? Or is he out on bail? I don't know. They just threw a whole bunch of other charges at him. Um, he's facing uh, life in prison. There's no doubt about it. This guy is gone. Michael Avenatti flew a little too high, too close to the sun, and has come crashing back to the ground. I want to share with you the most abhorrent Washington Post piece that is taken um, entirely, almost entirely, <coughs> from uh, the latest um, indictment of Michael Avenatti. It's a 36-count <laughs> indictment. Uh, this came down uh, yesterday. And, I mean, what a crook. He was stealing from his own clients uh, to the tune of millions of dollars. Now, if his clients were rich people, I wouldn't really care, frankly. But he was stealing from people who were about as down and out as a human being could be. And one of the people, one of his clients that he stole from, was a guy that, his name is Jeffrey Johnson, and he's clearly got some kind of mental illness. He was initially um, arrested by the Los Angeles police when they uh, found him uh, naked uh, out on the street, uh, proselytizing or something. I mean, just th the guy was nuts and um, he was picked up and he was uh, brought into an emergency psychiatric uh, facility uh, but 
he allegedly became violent there, and uh, he was arrested again, and this time, they, this is what we do in this country, he's mentally ill and potentially violent, and he pushed a doctor, and so they threw him in jail. Uh, no sooner is he in jail than he jumped off a tier in the jail and, um, of course, uh, injured himself. He was returned to the hospital, and after they patched him up a bit, he was returned to jail. Um, a lot of his family was saying he shouldn't be in here. He's tried to kill himself once. He's paranoid. He keeps, he want, keeps talking about jumping off the roof. At least house him on a low floor. Don't put him up on a tier where he could jump again. But, of course, he was put back into the general population of the prison, and he was again housed in a cell on the top tier. Even though at least one nurse had recommended he be placed on a lower one, given the fact that he had tried to jump to his death once before. The next month, 5.10 a.m., he was let out of his cell for breakfast, and he jumped onto a railing, straightened his arms out like he was about to dive, and in fact did. He dove, and he hit the ground three stories down, head first. And when he woke up, he could feel nothing below his shoulders. He was paralyzed. No, from the waist down he was paralyzed. He was a paraplegic. 